Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Lux mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. What does it mean to be Black in America? In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of stories as varied, nuanced, and dynamic as Black experiences, you'll hear... It means everything. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcast. Hello and surprise. You've been such fantastic fans of Fanatics. Claire and I are giving you a bonus episode this week, huh? We've been having so much fun interviewing the Dexter New Blood creators and visionaries. During our episode recaps, we decided we'd ask them about what they're fanatical about and give you a good old-fashioned mini-sode. Hey gang, welcome back to the Fanatics Podcast, another mini-sode for you with executive producer, head writer, Peabod, Peabod? Yeah, Peabod. I got a Peabod. You got a Peabod. It's like a dad bod. Yeah, Peabody award winner, but a beautiful Peabod himself. Writer of Inhumans, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, the following, uh, so so much more. But Scott Reynolds is here, and he won't be talking about Dexter New Blood today because he just joined us on our last episode as we recapped episode nine featuring our guest, Michael Cyril Creighton, Fred Jr., talking about Madeline Kahn. But no, we are going to talk about his love of Richard Stark novels, a.k.a. Donald Westlake. And our main character, Parker. So, Scott, regale us why you love these novels so much. Oh, man. As a writer, they are sort of what I aspire to. They're sort of, um, you know, the filmmaker Walter Hill. He, mm-hmm. he did, uh, you know, Streets of Fire, The Warriors, you know, Geronimo, like a whole wide range of stuff. He's got this writing style that is just like, here's the basic information that you need. And that's what Richard Stark does. He's got this, he's got this main character named Parker. And Parker is a professional thief. Uh, and he has a code. His code is, don't screw with me. <laughs> if, we, if, we, if we do a job together, don't turn on me. If I uh-huh. promise you 20%, 30%, of whatever the split is, that's what it's going to be. And you could trust me on that. Uh, if anybody gets in his way, it's a little, a little bit like Reservoir Dogs. He will gun them down. He's not afraid of violence. He's completely amoral. I mean, the entire, there's 26, I want to say 26 books. I don't know. He's been right. They, they go from 1962 to 2008. Oh my That's gosh! That's how long. Yeah, wow. That's how long this 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 guy has been going. And each each book, uh, I, I swear, like no sentence is more than eight words long. Like he just he just knows how to. Like if you want to learn how to write, <laughs> you read a Richard Stark book because he doesn't. There's no adjectives. There's no adverbs. It's just the basic material that you need to know. And it's terse and it's tough. Parker doesn't really have a sense of humor, but that's why he's kind of funny. 
mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And in the same way that sort of Dexter is, a lot of what I love about Dexter comes from the Parker novels, uh, as he as he talks to us and walks him walks us through the way he looks at life. He's got like a, a crew of characters. Like each each book basically is there's a heist that's going to happen. You know whether it's like the rare coin score or are these noir Scott? Because I'm a huge you're you're speaking my language. I love. Raymond Chandler's Philip Marlowe. Like he, like, I don't know if Philip Marlowe is a lot like Parker. I love that noir yeah, genre. Is this noir or no? These are- uh, just... I would say they're more crime novels okay. than noir, but they're they're very adjacent, you know? Like uh, I could see them in the same circles. These, cool. you know, uh, these two. <laughs> Having a drink together at a bar. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And as long as, you know, they're not after him, he'll love the guy, you know? Uh yeah, he uh, he's he's got his his like sort of ride or die buddy is Alan Grofeld. Uh, that if I were doing this show, it would be you, David Magadoff. <laughs> you need a good Jew a Jew by your side. Oh no, yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. yeah I didn't think about that part. Hello, Alan Grofeld. <laughs> exactly. No, he's a guy who does like summer stock theater, oh. <laughs> and so he his robberies, uh, and he's married and all of that. But his robberies, he'll go off on these little adventures with uh, with Parker. And he's gregarious and funny, and uh, as uh, likes being a character, uh, and and does the uh, does all the robberies in order to like fund his summer stock theater. <laughs> oh, I love it! I love. It. And so they're a great pair, those two. What were you gonna say? Sorry, Claire. Do you have to read these in sequence, or can you hop in? Is there an entry point at any certain book, or what do you recommend yeah. for a new reader? Uh, I mean, the first book is so good, mm-hmm. uh, the Hunter. I would just start with the first book, but you really can't just jump into any of them because they're they're sort of all of them are sort of self contained. Other than the cast and crew the characters. That, that he has that sort of spin in and out of his out of his life, you know. There's been a few movies made from it. Do any of them do him justice? Uh, yeah, more or less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's sort of they're, they're just uh, they're just a blast. Uh, every single one of them. Okay, so Scott, we're, we're, I'm noticing a motif with characters you like to either write or read or delve into, and they do have this code. So what That's is right. what is the Scott Reynolds code? What is your <laughs> code of, of your moral code? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I don't know. <laughs> I should know good, this, shouldn't I? That's a good question. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, look, I'll be honest, you know, with everyone, and I just want people to be honest with me, you know? I'll be good to you, you'll be good to me, I guess. I don't know, that sounds pretty boring. Knowing you, I, I'd say that's a pretty honest assessment, self-assessment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not as vindictive as uh, as Parker is. Like, you know, some of the books are straight up, the heist goes wrong, they double cross him. And uh, I think like the, the second book is basically that. And then he just goes on a tear to destroy everyone that double crossed him. Like it hurts him so deeply. And we mm-hmm. don't know why. We don't know mm-hmm. his past. But uh, yeah, I guess that would be my code. I like it. Uh, which which serves me well in a writer's room. And, you know, we all, we're a team and we all get, let's get the job done and let's not turn on each other and let's uh, let's make the greatest thing that we can. I love it. Yeah. I love I'll it. I'll say, I, I've said this to you, I've said this a fair amount of times. I actually, I'll, let's make sure it's said in a public setting. Uh, so Claire knows Julie Benz, who's Rita from Dexter, dear friends of each other. And so then I asked, I asked Julie, I said, hey, I'm, I'm going to do this season of Dexter uh, you know, is there anybody I should be on the, the watch for or look out for or whatever? And Uh-oh. the first person she mentions is uh, Scott Reynolds is the nicest guy you'll ever work with. <laughs> and so let it be said, so let it be known well in a public her. setting. <laughs> yeah, the, co- the code worked well with Julie. The code works. <laughs> so, and she's dead. 
<laughs> not right. Julie, Rita, but yeah, not I Julie. Um, so <laughs> when you pick up, uh, you know, a Richard Stark novel, what yeah. is it that you're looking for? Are you looking for relaxation? Are you looking for, you know, relaxation through escapism? Are you looking for excitement? What are you doing when you pick up a novel? It's sort of like a reset for me. Uh, sometimes when I get a little lost, I'll just pick up one of, any one of them. Like I read them all, probably each of them at least three or four times. Mm-hmm. And, they're, and they're short, you know, as, as you can imagine. So you can just sort of like read a few chapters and just, re- I reset myself mm-hmm. as a writer, as a creator. And just, I just enjoy that world so much. It's all set sort of like in the 60s. He's always like 40 something years old. He never ages. He never changes either. Like he resists that urge of, of lots of books during this time that, that, that followed, a, you know, a criminal or whatever. A lot of times they end up becoming sort of good guys in some way. Like he's never the good guy. Right. Yeah. Th- there's also, there's also a, uh, Darwin Cook. The, uh, I mean, I'm sure David Magadoff knows about him. He did a lot of great Batman comics. Uh, he did some graphic novels based on the, the the Parker books that are just as good as the books. They're beautiful looking. They're they're a great you know spot to. I, I I page through those all the time. Scott, when did you first pick up uh, the first novel? We were traveling across the country. Uh, I love used bookstores. Uh, I have multiple copies of their books because they just kept coming out and coming out and coming out and coming out. You know. Um, and they would all have, they'd have different covers. And so sometimes I would forget that I already had this book, but I remember, so it was, I think we were like, I think I was like in sixth or seventh grade. We were on a vacation. I, we went into like a used bookstore or maybe it was a truck stop even. And they have like those Turner, you know, those, those things with the, 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 the rotating the Turner. Spinners. Sort of things, oh yeah. The spinners. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, with all these used books that truckers have been like passing back and forth. And I saw this cover of like this badass looking dude in a suit with a hot chick, you know, like in a bathing suit or something and a gun. Uh, and I think she had the gun. Uh, and I was just like, what is this? How do I hide this from my parents? <laughs> and, uh, and I, you know, it was like 10 cents. So I picked it up and I like devoured it as we drove into Florida. I think we we're going into to Disney World. And I was just hooked. I was like, what is this world? You know, uh, especially like I grew up super, super duper evangelical Christian. So it was like this, it was like entering this world of people with, a, you know, a, a guy with a with a, s- a set of beliefs who holds to them rigorously, but had, lives in an entirely different kind of world mm-hmm. <laughs> than I than I could ever experience. Uh, and I was just hooked from that point forward. I was like, I got to find all these Richard Stark books, uh, which is the pen name of Donald Westlake, you know, who's just this who's a great crime writer, but it it, it feels like. A different writer altogether. It's amazing. How exciting is it? Like, I have never read them. I'm going to order one. How exciting is it for you <laughs> to know that I'm going to... Are you jealous that I get to read it for yes. the first time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> so, Scott, we are thrilled that you got to share that with us. Thank you so much. Uh, we love to end all of our episodes with a little love letter. So, if you'd be so kind... Claire, hold on. Wait a second. Before that, yes. let me just say, the book, you sh- if you're going to go for a book then the one you should order is the rare coin score. Okay, I'm in. It's a little bit later, but there's a character in there whose name is Claire Carroll. I am in it. I'm love- I love it. I love it. I-, I love reading and I am always so jealous when I can recommend something to someone and they have not read it and they get to yeah. experience it for the first time. So I'm going to order that. I'm going to read it and then I will get back to you, Scott. 
I can't wait. You're going to love it. I'm going to I'm going to get the book, too. I normally I rarely at the end of our episodes go like I'm going to probably get into that thing, too. It's just I love hearing about it, but I have plenty of things that I'm into and I don't know if sure. I can add to it. But <laughs> yeah. I love reading like Claire. And I, I do, as I've said, love a good let's follow a character Philip Marlowe style. So this sounds 100 percent up my alley. So I'm excited. They jumped out into Alan Grofeld books, too. Oh. He wrote four of those that Parker comes in and out of just like as a minor character. So it's, I love it. It's, yeah, it's a great. More universe. of the summer stock. That's right. <laughs> Which we need more of in uh, heist, heist experiences. Um, so if you'd be so kind to give us a love letter to uh, the Richard Stark novels, just uh, and we love to begin it with uh, Dear Richard Stark novels and then go to town and then uh, sincerely with all of my love, Scott Reynolds. Dear Richard Stark. Uh, sorry you passed away. You don't get to hear this. You, uh, I don't know how to do that. This is weird. Uh, you have uh, uh, inspired me. You have made me a better writer. You have created a world that I want to be in, frankly, <laughs> that I wish I was as badass as, as, as you know, uh, without, without skimping on the consequence of a life like this. Thank you. Sincerely, Scott Reynolds. I don't know. How's that? <laughs> perfect. perfect. It was perfect, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> the end. The, the end. end. Thank you for listening to Fanatics, a Roddenberry podcast. For more episodes and info, head over to wearefanatics.com or tweet your Fanatics thoughts and stories at wearefanatics. Yes, that's we are F-A-N-A-D-D-I-C-T-S. Our show is hosted by Claire Kramer and me, David Magadoff. Produced by me, Claire Kramer, and Kelsey Goldberg. Executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry. Our sound engineer and editor is Elizabeth Joy Windham. And you can thank Stephen Mudd for our theme song. Catch us next Thursday for another Fanatics episode. Are you tired of dating assholes? Do you want a Prince Charming? If so, we're filming a reality show. Sign up here. 12 American women are flown over to the UK for a Bachelor-style reality dating show. There are so many questions about a show like this because it's so odd. These women have been told that they were going to be dating the world's most eligible bachelor, Prince Harry. What? Y'all playing with me, right? You can binge The Bachelor of Buckingham Palace exclusively on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app.